name is Mickey Wright, and I want to welcome you to Beauty Superstars Talk, your backstage pass to experts in beauty. I believe success leaves clues, and if you want to be the best, you have to hang out with the best. This podcast allows you to do just that. I've spent my career as an award-winning hairstylist, independent educator, and salon coach who's helped tens of thousands to get more clients and make more money. I was also one of the first African-American owners of a full-service salon and day spa in the country. In short, I love beauty, business, and peeking backstage. If that sounds like you, I invite you to join me each week as I bring you the best and brightest Black artists and entrepreneurs in the beauty industry to share their stories, leave you with tips, tricks, and insights to take your business to the next level, and to take you backstage in their part of the industry. So if you're ready, let's go. I want to welcome everyone to Beauty Superstars Talk. My name is Mickey Wright, and I am a salon business coach with beautysuperstars.com. And I've recently started this um, talk, chat, conversation um, to get to know people more, um, more of their story. It's like uh, with everything that's happened in the last what month two months now um, mm-hmm. with George Floyd's death and everything erupting in terms of racial tensions and what have you and it definitely spilled over into the beauty industry and I was on a few calls where we had a lot of people you know so, some people that I did know some people that I didn't know people who were educators and doing things in film and television and doing just all kinds of fabulous stuff and I would left so inspired that I was like we've got to hear these stories. We've got to see who these people are and know what they're doing and, you know, be able to be inspired and educated um, about opportunities that are out there that we may not know about. And, um, and I think it's healing as well. So um, for us to really come together and see, you know, so many um, great, wonderful, talented, professional black artists who are excelling in the beauty industry, whether they've experienced, you know, anything racist or not, but you know, it's like they're doing their thing. And so I think this gentleman here joining me tonight is like the epitome of that. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Patrick Bradley, I'm so happy that you are joining us tonight. So welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like I wanna take a moment and just uh, go through your bio a little bit for anyone who's not from this planet and doesn't know that much about you. So uh, <laughs> I think everybody probably knows you, but I'll share a little bit anyway. Okay. Um, so Patrick Bradley, who was I guess, formerly known Patrick Antonio Bradley, was that right? <laughs> and uh, he's a world-renowned beauty expert, um, has been acknowledged as a beauty industry icon for two decades. His God-given talent inspires and enables him to be innovative and imaginative while creating trend-setting hairstyles and show-stopping makeovers, capturing the attention of artists around the globe. His bold styles have been featured by Dudley Products, Farouk Systems, Naked Biosations, and um, just to name a few. He was also the artistic director for Dudley Products, a creative director for Farouk Systems. His work has been displayed on more than 80 national and international magazine covers and billboards around the globe. Quite impressive, and there's more. (laughs) Um, He's won more than 30 national and international hair and makeup competitions, including the prestigious top stylist and educator honor at Bronner Brothers International Show, uh, International Beauty Show in 2017, and numerous other awards. He also serves as chair of judges for the Bronner Brothers Hair Battle Royale. 
and um, another notch in his belt in 2007, started his own styling team, um, Team Hollywood. And you guys have, you have an amazing group of, ta of more talented artists um, that represent you all across the country. And I think that's so phenomenal. Um, you have your professional product line, which we'll talk about a little bit tonight as well with P Element. And mm -hmm. um, it was a venture with uh, Naked Assations. And so definitely love to hear more about that, you know, on the product side. And of course, he travels around the world, expanding his haircutting, coloring, hair styling skills, and sharpening his craft as an international editorial photographer for stylists around the world. Um, his imagination as a hairstylist and makeup artist knows no boundaries. And I think we'll just stop there. <laughs> so how are you feeling hearing all of that? <laughs> I've done, I, I've been busy. I'm tired. You've been busy, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us. But just hearing all of that and just know that I've been doing half for 25 years. Uh-huh. Like I just got out of beauty school like seven years ago. Right, so right. It just goes and goes and goes and goes. I'm telling you, it flies. Yes, absolutely. We could even see that with, with being um, home, you know, kind of locked down for COVID. Yeah. It's almost August. I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, what, almost what, less than five months before Christmas. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa, you look up and <laughs> and yeah. 20 years has gone by. So <laughs> Yeah, just like that. Exactly. So tell us um, how you got started in the industry. Um, you know, 25 years ago, where were you? Who were you? Yeah. 25 years ago, I was in the military. I was in the Army. And I wanted to be, just like I am now, I wanted to be one of the best in the military. So whatever the highest rank in the Army was, that's where I wanted to get to. Um, I was dating a young lady in the um, army. She was a hairstylist. And I knew back then she was making like six figures. I'm like, oh, wow, you're making a lot of money, you know? Right. You know, hair stuff. I said, that's good, you know, thumbs up. But I ended up getting out of the um, army and then I moved to Italy. I worked for a company over there and I was making about 200,000 plus a year, tax-free. Okay. But the crazy thing was that people died for jobs like that back in the 90s, you know? And I got bored. I got bored with the job, so the money wasn't enough to keep me there. And I'm like, maybe like 22, 23. Uh -huh. I have a you know, condo on a beach. I made two BMWs, all the money I wanted to make, you know, and got bored. And then they said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to quit, and I'm going to go to beauty school. And it was like, you're going to do what? Quit <laughs> job? This is a tax-free money, Pat. You're going to do what? I said, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit, and I'm going to move back you know, to the States and, you know, find a beauty school to go to. So I asked the young lady I was dating which school to go to. And back then, Dudley, like, ruled the planet. Right. So she go to this um, school called Dudley University. So she said, go there. I went there, and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty phenomenal. Your, your start in the industry is a lot different than a lot of people start in the industry. <laughs> yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. So for all that money to come and make, you know, 20 times over that, you know, it's just amazing by itself. But, you know, I was definitely dedicated, like anything that I do, mm -hmm. I wanted to be the best. I wasn't just going to come in the industry and just, you know, settle for being average. So, you know, I saw you, I saw Barry Fletcher, Floyd Kenyatta, and all the other people out there. I'm like, well, whatever they're doing, I'm just going to copy them, and I'm going to try to go from there. Okay. What, <laughs> yeah. Well, you absolutely have. It's like you've just gone, shh. <laughs> Yeah. So um, one of the things with um, 
with color. You know, this is our hair color month. And so you're our last. And, and it's like, I think we're ending on a bang here with, with you and hair color. But um, one of the things just thinking about how we've transpired between like 20 years ago, um, there was some demand for hair color, some of us that were doing hair color, but nothing like today where people are requesting yeah. it. Like, you know, we've got all the different colors, we've got color lines, we've got all of this stuff that's going on in the industry color-wise. And I was like, a lot of times um, black stylists had been very timid with hair color. And mm -hmm. so they hadn't even really been wanting to learn or if they learn, they still weren't, you know, comfortable you know, putting a, a actual color on a client and saying, or knowing that this is how it's gonna turn out. And yeah. so we've gone from there, not that long ago, to all of these fabulous colorists in the country. And I started thinking, it's like, I think that Dudley really started educating black hairstylists on doing hair color. And I think that's like, was the seed and it seems like you kind of picked up the ball. There's a couple of, you know, other educators obviously out there, you know, that are excelling at helping more black stylists to become colorists. Um, but is that something that you would say is accurate since you have the deadly background? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, back when I first started, you know, if, especially if you was doing relaxer, uh -huh. most back in those days got relaxers. And if you got color, you know right. the whole program, you got to wait two weeks later right. to do it color or anything like that and if people got color it was normally black brown and red mm -hmm. temporary and if they got blonde it was just what honey blonde you just right. put the light let it sit there and you take it off and that's how you leave out the door you know <laughs> yeah so you know now it's like um it's like golly it's a thousand times better now but because of um education mm -hmm. and back when i worked with um baruch they were trying to create a relaxer system where you can relax and color on the same day, mm -hmm. but it it just wouldn't kick off. It just wouldn't kind of get it together. And me and the um, um, director of the company kind of bumped heads on what I saw as a vision of relaxing and color and mm -hmm. what he saw as, a, you know, his vision. So I just said, you know what, let me just go ahead and just do my own thing. You know, because I kind of have my idea and, you know, I have my idea of what relaxer and color should be and how I can kind of, you know, coincide together. Mm -hmm. And that's, kind of like what I kind of, you know, did later on throughout my career. But color is something big for our industry now because back in the day, it was normally a white thing. Mm -hmm. It was normally white people doing hair color, the pretty blondes and different things. For us, again, it was just black, red, and brown, you know. So right. it wasn't all shades and tones of blondes and colors and all of these, um, 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 these, you know, godly, just crazy unicorn colors that we have today. Right. So it's amazing how time flies but you know again you know it comes with education and technology right right do you still feel like there's um there are some gaps i guess with education and black hair stylist and color and what do you see as like the biggest challenges you know that we have education because every time i post something i'm just speaking for me every time i post a relaxing color on the same day mm -hmm. you get people commenting like well i want to see her hair in two weeks I want to see what her hair looks like in a month. I'm like, like it's gonna look the same way, you know. But I, I think what it is is we've been um, educated so long, and it starts at beauty school. How in beauty school they'll tell you, you know, you can't do this and you can't do that, or you can't use a 40 volume, or you can't do this. So it starts at beauty school, mm -hmm. and then you know, you're only as smart as the person teaching you. 
So if you get education that's old and outdated, you're going to have that same mentality. So it's more or less like, you know, going to the right classes and, mm-hmm. and going to the right classes, not based on how many followers you have, and not based on how many likes you have going on it, going to a class with a great educator where you can get the results right then just from the information. And that's what a lot of people have to do now. So the gap that we have now is more or less like, do I really believe the hype? And is this information true? And, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I want to see the hair, you know, a month from now break off because I don't believe it because this is what I was taught and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and talk to us a little bit about the impact that color can have on our business because I saw a video a few days ago where um, an educator was actually in a salon and I don't know if it was new or you know and they were all masked up or if it was something older but um, you know she was asking the salon team that was there you know for their color book and they didn't have one and so she was like you know do you guys know how much you're leaving on the table just from not doing color so tell us, you know, like your observation of what color can do as far as our business. Well, color can make you a thousand dollars plus per day doing less than 10 heads per day. Um, you can do a couple of heads a day. I know my wife does it now. You know, she may do three or four colors and she's bringing home twelve, sixteen hundred dollars in a day. So color can really, you know, like boost your uh, income tremendously. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. I don't think people should do color less than 150. I'm talking about tiny, tiny hair or a couple of panels. So by doing, let's say, let's say, you know, I love numbers. So -hmm. let's say if you do three colors a day at 150, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or even if you do, yeah, let's say, let's say 200, you know, that's $600 with three colors. Right. That's not including the other, if you're doing 10 heads, that's not even including the other seven heads you got to do. Mm-hmm. So that's an easy, that's an easy way to achieve if you want to make a thousand dollars per day or you want to make more, that's an easy way to go about that. Mm-hmm. Because color, just like anything, you know, once you do one beautiful color, it's right. gonna attract people that want to get beautiful color. You know, and if you're doing relaxer in color on the same day or relaxer in color in general, mm-hmm. it's gonna attract more people that want to keep their relaxer and get color. Once you do one very, very well, her hair stays on the head. Right. You attract all her friends. And that's even more because with me, I'm charging 400 plus for mm-hmm. a lack of on the same day, five fifty, six hundred $600, easy. Okay, okay. And I, I don't even know if I really welcomed everybody, but it's like, I hope y'all are listening. Um, <laughs> and if you have questions to put them in the, the chat box, if you're on the webinar, so that we can like leave a little time toward the end to get to them. Or if you have something that's kind of pressing about what he's talking about right now, because I think it's so important that we really bridge the creative with the business and the, the money making piece that I yes. want people to get it. So if you're saying like 150 a day, I mean, not a day of uh, oh. per client, minimum, minimum with color. Um, and like your example, three clients, that's 450. No, that's 600. Where do we, oh, okay. I know you said 200. So it's yeah. 450 with three or if, it, if they charge. That's 450 is still good with three people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we're, we're in a, 
I want to call it post-COVID, but we're in the middle of COVID right now, mm -hmm. world where we literally can't do the double booking. You know, it's like, I don't know if you're doing 10 clients a day anymore, but you know, it's like, I'm, I'm advising people to kind of space it out so that they have some time to clean because we really not only have to sanitize the salon, but sterilize it in between, you know, the entire salon in between and plus like, go outside and take that mask off and get some fresh air. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, my suggestion is to have the higher tickets, do a few people, you know, however many is comfortable and Absolutely. go home. <laughs> and a lot of people are loving that more than the 10 clients a day. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, I mean, and that's how I've been operating my whole entire career. Anyway, I just, I got abused so much as a kid going to the salon with my mom. Uh-huh. Salon with her, watching her stylist do 20 heads, you know, and taking walk-ins and you sitting there all day with your mom and she watching the stories and the stylist watching the stories, prancing around the salon. So when I decided to do hair, I said, I'm not gonna keep black women in here all day. Right. So my whole thing was, you know, eight to 10 people a day, that's it. I'm spacing, I'm spacing everybody out an hour, hour and a half apart my whole entire career. So when they said COVID, you know, this was nothing to me. Cause I've been doing this my whole career, so yeah. I'm cool. I'm with yeah. you on that one. <laughs> but this is the time now to up your prices. <clears throat> yeah, this so, is the time. So tell us how to have that conversation because I think that's the challenge for a lot of people. It's like, uh, when you say raise your prices, it's like we get stuck. And so what yeah. would you suggest as far as like a conversation or posting something in your salon or what's your thought? Well, to me, it's no conversation. Mm -hmm. If you're already great at what you do, these are the prices. Mm -hmm. You know, and I always use... um simple, simple, um, simple um, guidelines. If you go to the grocery store tomorrow, Mickey, mm -hmm. all right, and let's say eggs is your favorite food. Watch this right here. Does anybody from the egg department send you any information saying eggs are going to go up in next week? No, haven't gotten that one. <laughs> does beans, steak, does anybody send you a letter saying that they're going to go up? Or when you get that, or is that the price? That's usually the price, yep. There it is. It's no if you're great at what you do, you're mm -hmm. professional, you don't have your clients sitting there all day long, you're doing great, great work. When you go up, that's what you're doing. You're going up, it's no explanation, it's no nothing. When you go to Louis Vuitton, the prices never go down. When you go to Chanel, the prices always go up. So mm -hmm. nobody's sending you a letter saying, hey, we're going up, we're going on sale, we're doing this. It is what it is. You're great, and they should expect you to go up. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple, no conversation. So, so tell us what happens, like how do you present that at the end of the service or the beginning of the service? How, how are you doing that? Oh, well, you know, I, I went up due to, um, you know, me wanting to get a raise or you could say, hey, because of COVID, you know, we had to adjust our prices, you know, due to this or that, but you know, forget COVID, you know, just right. if COVID ever happened, were you gonna go up on your prices? I would hope so. So, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to go up on my prices because your client is not gonna tell you Hey, I got a raise today, Mickey. No, you can charge me more now. You're never gonna hear that. <laughs> and your client's never gonna take that because she's she she'd be cool with the same twenty dollars shampoo and service that she got, you know, twenty years ago. I, so, I hope that nobody's doing that. Uh, yeah. but I wanna hope. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I hope not too. But the thing of it is, is you know, you just go up and then even if she doesn't want to pay that at that time, well, this is what the price is, you know. And my thing is, yeah, I, I gave myself a raise. Well, my clients never asked. My clients been coming to me for, you know, 10, 12, 15 years. Mm -hmm. They still today ask me, how much is it, Patrick? Mm -hmm. How much is the service? How much is it? 
you know, what do you hit me for today? So nobody just assumes that this is what the price is today. Right. Every client, if you had a video camera, just watch all my clients, they all ask the same thing. How much is it? Mm-hmm. Because they don't know whether I'm going to go up because they know who chair they're sitting in. Mm-hmm. And you should have the same feeling about your brand. You are the Louis Vuitton of your era. You're the Louis Vuitton. You're the Chanel in your city, you know. But you have to, you know, make sure you educate yourself. Make sure you study all the time. Make sure you research all the time. And it's going to show in your work. So your clients, they're going to be prepared to pay you that extra money. And if they're not, then you get out. And there's somebody else waiting to take your seat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I definitely hear a lot of confidence, which is not surprising at all, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So any, um, like you, it sounds like you had that drive when you were in the army, when you got into the yeah. hair and, and all of that, any ideas where that came from? Yeah. Army. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, the army, you know, it, I mean, they always, they always kind of set you up to be, you know, like better than the enemy. <laughs> like, okay. you know, when, like I was in Desert Storm, so they teach you, you know, when you go out here, you're a god. Nobody's going to kill you. You know, you're going to be the killer. You're going to kill everybody in front of you. So that's how they teach you. You have to be confident in everything that you do. And I think when you're confident, your clients believe in what you say. They believe in what you do. And you become more confident, too, because when you study and you know your stuff, like me, like you can't ask me a color question on this planet that I can't answer because mm-hmm. I always research 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 all throughout the week because i educate people all over the world so i think if you go in and each person studies i mean don't just study before you know you take a test i'm talking about study like you want to be one of the greats in the industry or you want to be a great lawyer or a great basketball player that means you got to shoot a thousand free throws like kobe or mike if you're going to be great you got to do what great people are going to do yeah I love that. I love that. I hope everybody takes a moment to digest that. Um, I don't know if you guys know Charles Gregory, but he was um, an exceptional leader in our industry and, you know, ended his career in in film and television. Unfortunately, he passed away from COVID, but um, it reminds me, I did, I interviewed him several years ago. Um, He did Medea's hair. He worked for Tyler Perry's studio for a while. And so he did the the wigs and stuff for that. But um, when we spoke, and this was many years ago now, I see you got your drink. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but he was saying, like, he could tell you, like, different quotes, like, word for word out of the Milady cosmetology book, because he studied his book. He studied period hair. He studied all of this stuff. And so, you know, you kind of tend, you know, what I hear is people tend to look at people who get to a certain point and say, yeah, well, if I got to that point, then I would do that too. And it's the reverse that's, that's really in place. It's like he did all of that stuff. And that's why he got to, you know, be Tyler Perry's head, you know, department head or what have you. And the mm-hmm. same thing you're saying is like, you are implanting all the stuff that you want and that you need for yourself not because of some external something that's waiting for you or you have to take a test today or you have to do this yeah. it's like that has to be in there from the beginning is what i'm yeah. doing you have to want it you have to want it and that was my whole thing you know like i said from from being you know on the wrestling team in high school to wrestling you know, on the U.S. national team, you know, I've been an alternate for the Olympics or been in the army, just, you know, 
as a leader, as a sergeant, wanting to be, you know, the highest level. And I know if I wanted to get to the highest level in the Army, I had to go and ask questions like, how did you get there? How did you do this? How did you get that rank? What did you do? So I'm always inquisitive. I'm always asking questions so I can know what I had to do. And that's the problem today is people don't want to ask questions. Mm -hmm. They want to assume, they want to guess, and they want to just, you know, like go way around. To, all you got to do is ask questions. But then when you ask a question, you got to be willing to go out there and do what it takes to be great. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people today just don't want to do it. You know, hey, Patrick, I want to do just like you. I want to be just like you when I get in the industry. Okay, well, this is what I do. You know, had to go out there when we first, before we had social media, you know, we had to pass our cards. Right. Pass files. Nobody, if social media was to quit right now today, if it was no Facebook, no, it'd be a whole bunch of broke styles. Right. <laughs> I mean, it'll be broke down because they wouldn't know what the heck to do. Right, right. Yeah, it, it's, um, I think really interesting. I mean, I think you're really hitting on some interesting points as far as um, doing what it takes and that, how do you find that humility for yourself and for, you know, others? Like I know you've had various mentors in the industry. Can you share like what your experience has been with working with them? Um, I think I got lucky with being around everybody at Dudley's because I came in at the right time mm -hmm. when they were like, the apex. They were like, you know, the king dinosaurs in the industry. So I saw every major educator in the world came through Dudley's. And I was a beauty student there just watching everybody come through. So every weekend I would see them at Dudley Advanced Department. Mm -hmm. Your Barry Fletchers, your Floyd King Yadas, you know, I would see everybody that you even know of. You know, I would see everybody. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is when I got out of beauty school, I would go over to the advanced department and stay over there till like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, just watching them talk, watching them educate, trying to get knowledge and different things like that, you know. And I'm always a big believer in, you know, you know, if you want to succeed in anything, the easiest thing you can do is be nice. Mm. Be nice. Don't brag. Don't be boastful. You know, say thank you. You know, just small things like that, you know. And you don't have to go out and say, hey, 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 I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest. It is showing your work if you are. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so my thing is, you know, just watching, you know, other people and taking notes and different things like that definitely um, helped me out. Of course, my mom, you know, I always say thank you, say thank you, say thank you, you know. You know, Jesus bigger than you, you know. So, you know, so just stuff like that, you know, just kept me, um, you know, very, very humbled and different things like that. And um, it's always somebody bigger and better than you. Mm -hmm. So never talk about them. Just try to learn from them if you like their style. Right, right. Yeah, I, I posted an interesting uh, question the other day. It's like, could, can you learn from someone who um, you don't like or who doesn't like you? And that was from one of our other interviews with Joy. Yeah, probably heck no. It's a lot of people today, you know, this hater thing is like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I, you know, that people will probably go to their grave because they don't like somebody and don't want to learn from it. So they go to their grave just hating it versus just like, you know what? Regardless of whether you like somebody or, or, or like them or whatever, you know, if you can learn something to help you out, take what you need and whatever you don't need, put it to the side. Right. But it's, it's, it's total difference. That's why. And I know we're not talking about race. Like, if, if I was a Klan member, mm -hmm. I would throw away my cape. Because we're bigger haters and bigger races than white folks are. Mm. They can yeah. sit back and just place bets. 
I bet it's going to be about 20 murders over here today. I bet it's going to be about 20 murders over there this weekend. They can sit back and just play and place bets and just bet on what kind of craziness we're going to do to each other. Right. Like bananas, but I don't put my cape up. I'm not, I'm not going to jail for nobody. I'm going to watch them hate and murder and do crazy stuff to themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Sad but true. But yeah. I, I love, you know, that you've always been a person to elevate people you know, to be that beacon of light and to be that showcase of this is what it's, you know, this is what it takes to do what I'm doing and that, that level of excellence. And so it's like, I, I always love that about you and, you know, all the educators that are out here doing something, it takes that, you know, to be able to, to get to that level in the first place, but not everybody maintains it over a long period of time. That's so, that's too when you help people because I think you get more out of it. I mean, you're an educator too. Mm-hmm. I think I learn even more when I'm educating people because you're like, oh, wow, I can do this. I can do that. So you're teaching, but you're still learning at the same right. time. Right. Yeah. And plus you have to prepare to teach that people don't always think about yeah. that piece. And yeah. that's, that's how Beauty Superstars originally got started because I was doing the hair part, you know, on stage and all of that. And, mm-hmm. and like you, people come up, it's like, oh, I want to do what you do. And it's like, do you really want to do what I do? You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> because, all those long, <laughs> what'd you say? I said all those long hours. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is, you know, leaving the salon after working all week and get jumping on a plane, not getting to eat, go to model call up, you know, at four day in the morning to get prepped and, you know, all the things that go into it. And, you know, most people are just like, oh, you know, like, well, I don't really want to do that, you know. <laughs> Yeah, this is a vacation for me, so I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I know it's not it's not going to be this way for long, so I'm enjoying this little vacation here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what are you like in, in COVID, um, you know, COVID land for you? Because you're not traveling, obviously. Are you well, in, back in the salon? You know, I'm, I'm in the salon, um, you know, doing hair. Not as much hair, but I still make the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I get a chance to... Um, kind of shift gears and go more i have an investment group now just showing mm-hmm. people how to not just color and cut but what are you doing with your color and cutting money right. so now for how to you know invest their money because now if covid hasn't shown anybody anything you just can't have no you know two thousand dollars in your bank account because what happens if you like like february march april may june july august and you still slow down and you're still in this particular market you got to have money saved up you know and this just shows you right now you got to do something other than clicking curling irons mm-hmm. so my thing now is you know not just showing styles how to cut the color showing them how to make money while they sleep i was talking to um, a stylist today and i was trying to get her to um you know make sure that she joins my group like i'm like today i made like twenty five hundred dollars a day and she was like doing what I'm like doing nothing but talking to you right now. <laughs> because once you invest a certain amount, and I deal with the stock market, you know, people like, well, I don't know anything about the stock market. You learn just like anything. You mm-hmm. read, 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 read. You research, research. And then when you think you know it, you go back and you study again. But it's best to be in a group, whether it's a hair group where you can learn color, whether it's a cutting group, a weed group, a business group. You get in groups so you can get all the information. So I set up a group. You know, we have about maybe 50 members now just showing them how to understand what is the Dow Jones and NASDAQ 500 wow. things on how to invest money. Well, how much do you invest, Patrick? You can invest $5 if you want to, mm-hmm. but you're going to get back a $5 return. So the thing of it is, is 
you can start somewhere. It's just, well, you know, either I'm, am I too young? Am I too old? You, you're never either or. You have to just start, you know. And it does take a lot to invest. You just got to figure out what to invest in. And that's why with my group, I do all the research. They just got to have their money ready. So when I say, hey, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, put it here, put it here, put it there. So I give out recommendations, but I still go back and tell them, make sure you research behind my research to see if this is the company that you want to invest in. Mm-hmm. So I tell them quickly, forget the Louis bag, buy the Louis company. Right. You know, get eating at McDonald's every day, go buy McDonald's stock, you know, and so on and so on and so on, because it's different versus being a consumer. Mm-hmm. Why does go out and buy clothes, buy clothes, buy clothes versus me investing into that particular company? That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so powerful. And, you know, it's like, we definitely need the education as far as, you know, like where to start, how to start, you know, and then, you know, it's like, and then the fear factor of like, oh my goodness, it's like, if I put $5 in, am I going to lose $5 and all of those kind of things. So it's like, I think it's put $5 in your account and watch what happens to it in 30 days in in, in savings. Mm -hmm. You know what's going to happen? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah. And if you got fees attached to your account, right. Probably going. Right. <laughs> I mean, savings is like a thing of the past, you know, mm-hmm. you save to invest, plain and simple. You save to invest. So put your $5 in an investment without $5 turns into 10, without 10 turns into 50, 50 turns into 1500, right. not 50 turns into 2500 and 25,000 and so on and so on. So that's how, that's the name of the game. Right. Okay. Well, it's like, we'll definitely have to get some contact information so people can find out more because I think this, like you said, is if it's shown us anything, is that we need to get prepared for some things other than we need than we've been preparing for. And some of yeah. the stuff we already knew we needed to be doing and we weren't doing. So I think it's no sense in like beating yourself up, but let's start now because and, it's and basically at the end of the day is who you hang with. You know, so you're a group of people. Like if, would you rather be in a group of people that are broke? Or would you rather be in a group of people that talk about making money and talking about stocks and investing and different things like that? Because broke people are going to only generate broke people's conversations. Right. Millionaires are only going to generate millionaire conversations and billionaires, the same thing. So it's all about who you hang with, who you hang with. And then once you get the information, what kind of actions are you going to take with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's always the key, that action. Yeah. <laughs> So let's, let's switch back a little bit to, because I think like what we're just talking about is so important and we probably spent a couple hours talking about that, (laughs) but um, tell us like, we, we heard how you got started in the beauty industry, but how did you get like as focused as you are into color? Um, when I broke somebody's hair off years ago, when I first started in New Jersey, I broke his client's hair off. She, um, she asked to be blonde. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, cool. She said, can you do blonde? I'm like, yeah, I can do blonde. You know, I'm still confident. Still confident. <laughs> I, I see everybody doing, you know, blondes around the salon. So uh, she came up, you know, hair down to here. So I put the blonde on and I, I watched everybody. And again, you're only as smart as the people you hang around. So I watched everybody around me. So I put the blonde on, put a plastic cap on her head. I set up under the dryer with the lightener. Mm-hmm. Start doing somebody else's hair. So I doing somebody's hair, la, 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 this and that, this and that. So I kept looking at her up under the dryer. You know, you good? She's like, no, I'm good, I'm good. So I kept doing my client's hair, boom, 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 boom. Kept looking at her, you good? She said, yeah, I'm good. She gave me thumbs up. So when I got done with my client, went over to the dryer to pull her out. I could smell the ammonia and everything, crazy. 
So when I pulled the cap off, the hair just like, like this. So I instantly make you start sweating. So right. that was the longest walk to the shampoo bowl ever in history because I had a feeling that it was pretty much done. Cause the hair was like super, super white. Yeah. You know, she was relaxed. Cause I didn't do any natural hair back then. So went to the bowl. I turned the water pressure on super, super, super low pressure because I knew it was high pressure. It's gonna slide off. So the hair started sliding off and water started backing up in the sink. I was like, God, Lee, this is awful. You know, hair started sliding off. So I'm like, man, I don't know what to do. So I'm just, you know, heart just jumping out of my shirt. I mean, beating, you know, so it, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. This is before social media. So I'm just talking to her, talking to her, talking to her. You know, why, why don't you cut your hair? All this long hair you got, you know, you should, this short hair will look really, really good on you. I don't, don't want to cut my hair. She's looking up at me from the bowl. I don't want to cut my hair on my husband. My husband, I'm telling you, short hair will be you. Short hair, short hair. You it'd be you. I'm telling you, cut all this long hair off. You know, I do it for you for free. If you cut it, <laughs> <laughs> so I cut her hair. And she let me cut her hair, and I cut it right there at the bowl too while she was leaning back. I just chop, 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 chop. Cut her hair and everything, and walked it back over to the um, chair with this towel over her head. You know, so I molded her hair down. I said, you know what? When she got done, don't put any heat on your hair. You just rock this hair, <laughs> curls, no curls. That's the way to go. No curls. <laughs> I could cut. So I did go to some dope cutting classes. So <laughs> did a beautiful pixie cut on her, you know, and I didn't put any heat on it, just kind of bedheaded it, you right. know. And after that, I watched every hair color video. The first video I ever bought, I got it from, um, it was from some guy at either Matrix or Reckon at the um, show in New York. Uh, what is it called? Um, IBS or? IBS. Uh -huh. The video was $300 back then. Mm -hmm. That video, I mean, I was watching, I mean, the, in the video it was probably, and it came with a booklet. I watched it every single day for about four months until I understood what the heck was going on. And then I went to every kind of color class I could go to, you know, and long story short, you know, I, 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 I can really, you know, do the thing now. But that really made me, you know, once you break somebody's hair off, right. that's <laughs> out of the industry, I'll make you not do color or really just, you know, I'm not going to let it defeat me. I'm going to really, really learn this color thing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I did. I just start learning and taking classes as much as I could. Yeah, that's that's the um the it was scary. We we had I think we had a comment here that's the best um <laughs> let me see. Yeah. That's the best color went wrong story I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> so of course, you know, Harold, I didn't come to work the next day because I just thought <laughs> Call me and say, hey, you know, what did you do? So I, I was sick. I'm telling you. Okay. I, I instantly got sick because I just knew that, you know, that somebody would call and like, you know, she gonna call, speak to the boss of the salon and be like, you know, right. like, what did he do? And next thing you know, I started getting all kind of phone calls, but about the haircut, yeah. not really the color, about the haircut, you know. So you know, can you cut my hair like this? I don't have to curl it. So, like. God, leave, man. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. A little grace and mercy and a lot of confidence <laughs> and quick thinking. <laughs> you may think it's good, but that junk, it was toe up ugly. That junk broke off. I just saved it with a dope haircut. That's right. It. That's right. <laughs> you know, coming out of beauty school, you know, I was the best that Douglas had as a student. You right. know, so when you get into the real world, like, hold on, this is total different. It is. Like, 
big boys play at. You know, you can't do that beauty school stuff, make everybody hair white, and think you're just going to throw color on it and it's going to be all good. Like, no way. It didn't happen to me like that. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, definitely, I think the uh, the things that we have uh, failings at will teach us as <laughs> the best teachers. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, that was that was good. I'm glad we got to hear about that. <laughs> I think that will encourage somebody. It's like if you had a challenge, keep going. Yeah, keep going, steady, steady, steady. You know, and it's not to say that you're never going to mess up again because I've messed up throughout my career. But you get to the point to where you can fix your own mistakes. Mm -hmm. you're very very knowledgeable of what's going on like if you mess up a color or turn somebody's hair green you know you put something red on it red shampoo red conditioner you know you know something with a green base or ash base but once you get to that point you can fix your own mistakes but if you don't study you know you'd be calling 1-800 clever like i was all the time okay yeah and that's that's not a problem either it's like but yeah. start to study so you don't have to to run to the yeah. back room it's like okay what do i do now <laughs> <laughs> Every week, call it 1-800-CLERAL. I'm not even sure they even have that number anymore. Okay, right. <laughs> but sure, say it was a lifesaver. <laughs> yeah, it's back again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I think we all have some some kind of stories. It's like this blonde lady is coming to my mind as you're talking about that. That is like, it went every every which way, but but the right way. So we yeah. were in there until 12, 1 in the morning, trying to correct the correction to the correction of the correction. It was... Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Is this thing ever going to get the right shade? <laughs> Just say, forget it. This look good on you. Yeah. <laughs> I think we finally got it right, but boy, I was like, shoosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never want to do that all again. Mm -hmm. But um, so we got the color story. So how did you get to be in education and building the, you know, the brand and that type of thing that you have built? Well, again, you know, following behind Mr. Douglas, you know, just, you know, being around a millionaire, a multi-millionaire, because back when I was there, the company itself was worth almost $100 million mm -hmm. back then. And sitting in meetings and different things like that and watching what he did, look, again, it's, it's very, very easy to be successful if you just follow somebody else's blueprint that's already done it. You know, so watching him, listening to him, and Mr. Dudley always kept smart people around him. So I'm, I'm watching him, listening to other people. So, you know, it was fairly easy for me. Like I said, I went to Dudley's at the right time. And everybody is not that lucky to do that. They got to go the long route. But I was kind of right there. But still, I could have blew it because I could have easily said, you know what? Hey, I'm here at beauty school. Ten guys in the whole school, 300 women. I could have just been partying my life away. Got a whole bunch of money saved up in the bank. I could have just been, not dead party because I had a whole bunch of you know, pajama jams and everything there because I was just young and dumb. But <laughs> I could have blew it, but I, I definitely um, took advantage of the situation, just being around him and just soaking up everything that he did from what he did, Mr. Dudley did, watching, like I said, uh, Barry Fletcher, Maurice Lemons, just watching everybody. When I, when I would go to Bonner Brothers' show, watching you, watching all the other greats, do that thing and I would just take down notes of everything like what made the crowd move what made the crowd clap you know mm -hmm. I mean how they talk, how they turn how Barry dressed I would I'm tell you I, I told Barry this too <laughs> every suit that Barry ever had I would go out and get the same suit made <laughs> every because I loved his whole style right how he, 
I said, I want to be just like him. Okay. <laughs> no, because I wanted to, I wanted to copy everything that he did. When I saw uh, Robert Cromans from um, Paul Mitchell, right? I, I loved his style and what he did. You know, um, Tony and Guy, Anthony Muscolo, Tony Muscolo. I saw all their styles. So everything I kind of saw around the world from different people that I saw, I just kind of picked up different things and just added it to my own thing, you know, and just kind of, you know, went with it and made it my own. Right, right. Yeah, it's like that. that's powerful to hear, you know, just seeing and, and taking in the notes and taking in, you know, the mental notes. And because I would venture to say there are a lot of people there when you were there who haven't, who didn't take that ball and run with it. Yeah, three. Yeah. Only three people out of all the people that I know. I mean, like one person, I went to school with at least, um, of course, he did uh, Michelle Obama's hair. Um, she was in um, the office with um, Obama. Um, Johnny. Um, yeah, yeah, Johnny. Um, uh, Micheline Barber. Mm -hmm. She came out maybe like about two or three years before I did. Okay. You know, she's doing great with her thing. And like I said, um, who else? Um, 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 Kia. I think you had Kia on before too, right? Yes, uh -huh, Kia artistically. Uh -huh. Yeah, me and they went to school together. Who was so that? Kia. Kia, and who else? You broke up a little bit. Oh, uh, that was it, just Kia. Okay, with you, she was in your? She was in my class. In your class, okay, okay. She can tell you everything crazy that I did. You know, she'll tell you. Like, <laughs> I Might have to have her back again. <laughs> <Just for> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, you know, it's like I said, it's only a hand, handful, maybe four or five people that have right. really, really excelled. But you know, that's just you know, I, I guess my view of excelling because everybody excels at you know right. where they want to go because everybody don't want to be in my spot. Everybody wants to be at their own level of success, you know. But as far as like you know, like being um, educators on a global level, maybe like about three or four, you know. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I, I'm always fascinated by people who are successful and hearing their stories and that type of thing, which is why I love, you know, just having these conversations and, and getting to know the person because it's like you see you on stage and you have a certain perception of, you know, it's like, oh, well, this is who Patrick is and what have you. So yeah, it's yeah. like, I love getting behind the scenes and hearing the stories that got you there because it's like none of us just, you know, stepped up one day and it's like we were great colorists, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what though? The funny thing is with Dudley's, they actually threw me on. I was an assistant with Dudley's. I, I never dreamed of actually being on stage. I was too nervous to speak in public. So somebody got sick at the summer show at Barnum Brothers. You know, at the summer show back in the day, it was huge. Right. And sick. And they called me to come be an educator and take their spot on stage. I'm like, what? <laughs> Go on stage? And like and say what? <laughs> and like, Gotta go on stage. I'm talking about, I was sweating buckets of water. So I went on stage, I didn't say one word. I don't think I said one word. And then when it was time for me to leave, back then we had stoves, you know the stoves, yep. the stove. I turned the stove off, but I forgot, and I picked it up with my hand and burnt. I mean, I screamed so loud inside. <laughs> oh my God, it was, because I was so ready to get off stage, I picked the stove up both my hands, both my hands. Oh you my can, god! You couldn't see any prints at all. I mean, it was I, I was done for like three or four days. Wow! Yeah, that was my first time getting on stage, but they they forced me to go on stage, and after that, you know, I was like, oh, I, I like this. This is like this is dope, you know. <laughs> you know, 
point to say people are kind of standing around watching you do whatever you do, you know. Right. Yeah. So how, how did you get, because your story sounds a lot like mine with being you know, on stage for the first time where I had to speak. Um, how did you get beyond that part? Well, again, just watch other educators. Mm -hmm. Watch them and watching what they um, um, did. And then Mr. Dudley, them, they would have um, speaking events okay. every at Dudley's. I'm not sure if you remember that, but they uh -huh. had speaking events every Tuesday that Micheline would get in and other people would get in and just talk, 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 talk. I never got into them, but I would just watch them and watch how the crowd moved and watch how the crowd reacted. I'm like, golly, that's, that's dope how they're doing that. You know, never knowing that I would be up there one day doing that. And just, you know what, and I say, you know what, let me just go ahead and give the thing a try. You know, and then when I end up um, getting better and better and better at what I was doing, people started noticing. Mm -hmm. And that let them, you know, needed an art director. They needed an artistic director. Barry had did his thing. And, you know, Maurice Lemons had did his thing. And, of course, I said in beauty school, hey, I want to be like Barry. So right. <laughs> here's an opportunity. Do you want to do it? You know, I'm like, ah, that's right. You know, I can do it. You know, so. I ended up following him in Barry's footsteps doing that. So I was forced to do it. Mm -hmm. I was kind of forced into that position with, you know, being able to talk in front of people because that's what I had to do. So every day I had to speak in front of new stylists that came into Dudley's to get educational classes. So, and then of course, traveling, doing the same thing. So mm -hmm. I had, if I knew I had to travel, I knew I had to study. I knew I had to get better. And I watched a lot of, um, talking videos and speaking in public videos and different things like that, which I hated. You know, I said, you know what, let me just find my own my own little way and mm -hmm. do my own. I said, I want to be comfortable, you know, doing it. I'm just going to show my own thing on stage, and that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be. Yeah, but it's inspiring because I think sometimes people think that people are born with, you know, the knack for it or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Born with a microphone in their hand, it's like okay. <laughs> I was I was definitely scared to death, definitely scared. No, nah, no microphone in my hand at all. Okay. <laughs> yes. So I hope that encourages someone to be able to know that that you can get beyond you know where you yeah. think you can get to to do the things that you want to do. Right, glad they try. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I mean, you've been at this a little while. So how do you maintain? And you know, you've probably already answered it for us, but like your, um, you know, your definitely your work speaks for itself, and you know the the technical side, the creative side, and all of that kind of stuff. But how do you feel like you keep yourself so relevant in this evolving industry? Well, um, I think it's more or less like um, just researching and seeing what. Um, other people are doing around the world, and, and right now it's at, the, it's at your fingertips. Right. So you can go to Korean hairstyles, you know, Nigerian hairstyles, you know, UK, Barbados. You can just travel all around the world just with your fingers, seeing what other people are doing. And then anybody that's great in the educational world right now, I'm always close with them to see what they're doing, to hear what they've done. I'm watching from a distance, looking at everything. So I stay busy researching to make sure that I'm on point with what I'm trying to do. And this being, you know, trying to come up with, you know, new ideas and, you know, better ideas, you know, with what I've already taught. And some stuff never changes. Like color right. is not going to change. Techniques may change, but the basics of color is never going to change. Green is going to always neutralize red. I don't care 
polishing nails or painting the house or doing painting the car or whatever. <laughs> Some stuff is going to be what it is. Right. So my thing is, and what I've learned throughout the um, um, education really is not trying to really like learn all these uppity words and trying to you know you know make people look bad, but making it easy for people to learn and making it simple so they can go back and make money. So I love hearing people say, oh my God, you made that so easy. You know, I've learned so much in this small amount of time and this is what I'm making now. This is what I made before your class. So I love hearing stories like that. Right. You know, I, I don't like people that come to class and complain and then when you give them the information, they don't go and utilize it. I hate that. So I love to see stories and hear stories like that with people learning getting the information and say, hey, Patrick, guess what I did? This is what I did. Oh, you know, show me a picture. You know, I was doing this and now I'm doing this. So I love stuff like this. So what probably keeps me motivated the most is, is hearing those stories. And that'll know that I'm staying on the right, you know, right direction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm with you. It's like those stories are motivating. And then mm -hmm. um, just taking that, that energy, like, how do you get your i mean what do you think sparks your creativity even more so than the the motivation from that but what are the things like you said you're traveling around the world in your with your fingertips you know um is it usually hairstyles that kind of say "Ooh, well what if we took this and did that or is it um like i know you do photography and makeup and all of that are there things outside of the industry that spark some of your creativity um I mean, I think the industry itself is very creative. Um, I think now we're pretty much at a standstill. Like, you know, I'm, I'm tired of saying balayage. Everything is balayage, balayage. Like, is there anything new? So, you know, just watching old stuff, being able to, like, tweak it and do something different with that, you know. So I'm always looking at older So I'm going back to look at older stuff now. Okay. Just watching different ways that we can tweak stuff. And right. that's it. So that's my thing now because everything kind of goes around in a circle. The sun is round, the moon is round, the earth is around. So everything kind of repeats, like waves came back. You know, I'm not a big wave guy. I, I love waves back in the 90s, but I'm not going to do them today. But I don't care how pretty they are today. It's not, it's not me. Mm -hmm. but I think it's trying to just figure out different ways of just doing old versions of different things like that, you know. And I try to put myself, um, on the, I try to I try to put myself on a pedestal in a good way. Mm -hmm. So I try to force myself. If I'm supposed to be this great, then what am I doing to be great? So I force myself to go out and study. I force myself to go out and just like, you know, research because if people say, Oh Patrick, oh Patrick, you're dead, Patrick, you're dead. Okay, well that's cool. I'm glad you see that. But now I gotta make sure that I'm really that. So right. I I make myself I, I I force myself to go out there and research and educate and educate and research and that's why i did the relaxer and color on the same day like see you can do this thing you know and i think as a kid this this is why you know i wear hats like that <laughs> muhammad ali because what he inspired me to to say back then was i'm the greatest yeah. and i think everybody should have that same mentality but just like him you got to put in work so if you're going to be one of the greatest you can't just say you're the greatest and you don't have anything to show for it, you got to put in work. So I don't mind people saying, you know, Patrick, you're the greatest, you're the greatest, you're good, you're this, you're that, but I got to know for myself. So I forced myself to go out there and study and study and study and try to put out some great, great authentic type material. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it's hard. 
Yeah. Well, well, you're doing it. It's like that that one image I posted with the uh, the blonde with the 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 kind of smudge and the red. It's like that was yeah. that was edgy. I like that. <laughs> um, blondes as a past DVD. What is it? It's from the Blondes as a past DVD. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, such past. Okay. <laughs> and so. Um, one of the things I, I did want to talk to you about is like relaxers, like, you know, so many people have gone natural. What has you still using relaxers and still having relaxer available for us to, to be able to use in our salons? I just, I just love relaxer. Mm -hmm. I love relaxer. I mean, I came in the industry when that was, you know, the thing to do. Nobody was natural back in those days. So right. I think people um, shied away from it because you would listen to, you know, relaxers broke my hair off, relaxers did this, relaxers did that, you know? And just like anything, you know, like, no, the relaxer didn't break your hair off. It was either you doing your hair at home or either your stylist going through with a fine tooth comb, making your hair bone straight. So I'm saying like to myself, and this is me at Farouk, like why wasn't Farouk's system working in, in, in the I forget the name of the product but I think it was Deep Brilliance and I feel, I'm pretty sure they probably got it together now mm -hmm. but um like why couldn't we get relaxer and color to coincide together either A the relaxer was too high or either color just had straight ammonia in it mm -hmm. so my thing was to kind of figure out both of them you know why is the hair breaking off with just relaxed hair by itself you know why because the relaxer was too strong and then B we too busy making the hair bone straight listening to the clients and they i think they actually called bone straight back in the day they still don't have it today <laughs> yeah so it's just misinformation and people just you know you know um i'm i'm one to say never listen to the client because mm -hmm. a client she just comes in and she does you know can i get this here's a picture can you see this and like i want her i want her look like no but that's not you right <laughs> her hair her face her texture her density that's no we're going to work with what your hair can give us you know, right. so with relaxers, my job was to make the relaxer um, easier on the hair and make it what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to relax the, te the texture, not make the hair straight. Right. So that was my whole focus with that. And then, you know, creating a um, lightener line that could be put on relaxed hair that can make both of them live together without breaking off. But of course, the education is what really, really makes everything move because people could take my relaxer and they could take my lightener and screw it all up if they don't educate themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure that would be easy to do actually. <laughs> yeah. If you don't get some education. Yeah. 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 So um with the do you have colors or you have the lightener only? Yeah, we have a lightener system and mm -hmm. then we have our um hair paints, which are our direct dyes. So we have um, red, yellow, blue and white. And then out of those four colors, you can make over 140 different shades. Okay. And I like that because that's what they taught you in beauty school. I mean, they said that. They said, hey, with primary colors, you can make any color in the world. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, all right, well, let's see. Right. You know, that's it. So that's my whole thing. You know, I said, well, we really can't do that. So that's why I came out with the white. Because mm -hmm. with the white, now you can make every color in the world. Now we can take this rich rich red and then once we start adding white to it you can start making pink mm -hmm. and so on and so on, and so on. right okay yeah. and so those don't have a developer component with them they're just direct dye straight dye and you can make blondes you can make anything you want to make but of course you just got to know how to mix that's all it is okay okay and so you're typically using that over 
um, hair that's been pre-lightened or use it on yes. natural hair as well? You use it on natural hair as well. Both, okay, okay. Yeah. But of course, if it's pre-lightened, you will see it right. more vivid. Right, yeah. Um, just with, you know, like everything that's been going on in the industry and because black people are <coughs> doing so much more color, um, you know, it just stands out to me that we don't really have any, um, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know of any other lines that are produced or manufactured by black companies with all of the color, you know, choices that we have with a lot of the, you know, traditional lines. So I'm yeah. just wanting to see what, um, you know, what options we do have to support black businesses. And so yeah. the P element lightener sounds like it's great. It sounds like the direct dyes. Oh yeah, it goes with it. Ammonia free, it gives you up to eight levels of lift. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a violet based lightener. We have a built in bond builder, so it lifts and strengthens the hair at the same time. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I did the um, the hair paints, the only the you know, the primary colors is because why would you go out and buy 160 shades when you can make 160 shades right. and spend less? Right. So just basically, you just taking your smarts and learning how to mix. You can make any color you want to make. Mm -hmm. okay. Versus buying this one pink off the shelf. But what happens if that pink runs out, or you can't make that same pink? You know. So my thing is, why not learn how to make five or six different shades of pink, five or six different shades of you know greens and coppers and different things like that, mm -hmm. and then save money. Right. Right. Same. And that absolutely makes good business sense. So. Definitely. So um, we had a question as far as like wanting to know your product color choice. I think that we answered that, but if not, you can put something else back up. I'm not sure about that question, but we also have a question as far as is it good for gray coverage? Um, the direct that it just depends on how much gray coverage um, you have. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't really um, utilize it. I would say maybe like about 20% or less for gray coverage. Anything over that, you want to use a, um, a demi, you know, or something, you know, with a um, in series involved with it, you know, right? For things like that. So demis are, of course, a lot better. But with temporary colors or direct dyes, twenty percent or less great. Right. Okay. Okay. And about how long do they last? Um, direct you know, dyes. Eight to twelve shampoos. It just depends on how much the client shampoos the hair, and their client that works out a lot. So it, it's going to be based on different mm -hmm. individuals. Okay, okay. And will it cover well on natural hair? Or does it have some level of... of say, say, girl, say, say again? You have a little visitor, it sounds like. <laughs> a mom can't pick that, but she didn't want to leave. Okay. <laughs> Question again? Um, with, the, um, with the colors, the direct eyes, can they be used on natural hair? Or do you have to have some level of the cuticle being you know, raised for them to work well? No. Any any type of hair, but any of course, hair. Well, anything. To, well, here, I have this right here. This is called uh, Pfected. This is our porosity control spray, and okay. you never hear anybody hardly talking about porosity. And that's the main thing in color is right. can you control the porosity? So we spray this on, let this sit on the hair for two to three minutes, mm -hmm. and it would make all your colors more vibrant, catch easy. Because if your cuticles are up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down all the way around, the color comes out differently. Oh, my girl is off. She is uh, <laughs> missing her daddy. <laughs> uh oh, you broke up a little bit. 
I said, I hate hearing her cry like that. Right, I'm sure. <laughs> I said, Mama didn't come get her. We're gonna um we're gonna let her daddy go soon. So <laughs> uh, no problem, no rush, no rush. We had um one question I wanted to kind of go back to with the um when we were talking about the charging. And it was, um, does the color charge of 200 include cost of styling, et cetera, or the other services a la carte? That's based on you. Mine is a la carte. Yours is a la carte. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Color is going to be colored by itself. I had a lady, and it's funny. I wish I could show it to you right now. Just, um, um, people always text me, you know, hey, I want to get color. I want to get color. I never do color on the first visit. You got to come to me for at least two or three times. Mm -hmm. So I can kind of, you know, figure Art. your hair out. She asked for um, color, and I knew what the deal was anyway. Anytime anybody asks what the price is, I already know they can't afford it. So she asked for the price, and next thing you know, it took a while to text back. Oh, wow. God, I didn't know it cost that much. I said, well, is it too much? I said, I had to charge enough? Like, like what? You know? <laughs> you know, so I'm like, you know, wow. But I'm like, yeah, I said, that's color. She said, does that come with the haircut and stuff? I said, no, that's just the color by itself. Uh -huh. But... If you want to do it, you know, extra value meal like McDonald's and put it all together, every stylist is going to have their own thing. Me personally, the haircut is different. The shampoo, see, a shampoo and style is a shampoo and style. You shampoo the hair and you style the hair. <laughs> if I shampoo the hair and style the hair and cut the hair, that's something different. If I shampoo and style the hair and cut and color it, that's two different prices again. So, you know, you have to look at what you're saying. I want a shampoo and style cut. Shampoo style, cut and color. Okay, so if you charge one hundred for each of these things, that's three hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Right. Yeah, okay. Each one should be totally separate. Just for everybody who's watching right now, whenever Ruth Chris open back up, all right, <laughs> go to Ruth Chris and ask for like ten things on the menu. Of course, have at least six hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is going to be a la carte. Yes. It's so, no, you can get your size with the meal. So every business has their own thing. Now, the McDonald's, you can go and get you, you know, your cheeseburger, your fries, and your drinks for $5. That's McDonald's. Right. But if you want to be a Ruth Chris, if you want to be a Chanel, if you want to be a Louis Vuitton, you can. If you want to be a Walmart type stylist, you can. Nothing's wrong with Walmart either. Right. Walmart is a billion dollar company. But they deal with lower prices, which means that they have to take in more customers, all right, versus going to a Bugatti car lot, where the one car may cost one or two million dollars. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on what kind of stylist you want to be, but whatever stylist you want to be, you just have to be great at it, and you have to know exactly what you're going to do based on your time, based on your services, based on what kind of prices you're going to charge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, with, with some of the coaching I've been doing during this time, it's like we've just been looking at business models. It's like because the business models have to shift. And definitely, yeah. you know, I would say like if you're in the Walmart business model, which doesn't work with services from, you know, my experience, it's like there's only so many hours in the day. You can't make, multiply yourself like they have multiple stores, you know, 30 stores in a city, you know, or a state or what have you. You can't multiply yourself like that. So. Yeah. You know, just and that, and especially now. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and Walmart thing is retail. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you got to look at, you know, everything that we do. And in our market, retail is not a big thing because most of the time, black women don't shampoo their hair every single night. 
or every other day. So retail in our market is going to be a little bit lower than a Caucasian market. So when you're figuring out, you know, what you want to do, what type of market are you going to, you know, gear your work towards? You know, Caucasian market, you know, a black market, like whatever it is you want to do, then you got to figure out what kind of styles you want to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are important things to really look at, especially right now when we're kind of going back for many of us, we were shut down for that period of time. It's like, I hope that we're kind of assessing, you know, like, where do we want to go from here? Because some of us didn't have things that were working. But it has to be invested in it because this could happen. This could happen every single year. And you got to be ready with some investment set aside for something. You You want your money to work for you because, you know, like what are one of the main things right now that um, Bill Gates is invested in? He invested in pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the whole entire world, at least a portion of the world, is going to have to get vaccine shots. Mm-hmm. So now you got to invest in which vac- which which pharmaceutical companies should you invest your money into? I have about four companies I invest in, and mm-hmm. guess what? Every last one of them makes money every single day. Right. Right. So you know. The cool thing about hair is be great at that. You know, that's what we call earned income. Exactly. When you stand behind, you earn your money. And then you have your, you know, your passive income, you know, where, you know, you may make a book or write a book and it makes money for you on eBay all the time. And then you have portfolio income where you have, you know, your stocks and your bonds and your ETFs that make you money while you sleep and make you money while you're at work. So those are the three types of income. But standing behind a chair, if you don't stand behind a chair, you don't make any money. Right. Which means if you don't have any money saved up in investments, different things, you're not going to make anything and you're going to go down and you're going to kill yourself. You're going to bury yourself in the ground Mm. because of that. Wow. That's deep. (laughs) That is deep. And um, we've got another question here with, um, do you have a course or um, system on the relaxing and coloring each day? I mean, the same day. Right there. Ba-bow. <laughs> uh, yes, this video right here shows you how to relax and color in the same day. I'm doing two models. One model, we're doing a full relax on right there in front of you. I'm doing a color on it, everything. I even put the cell phone up to the screen so you can see the date and the time. So you know that we didn't edit it and we didn't come back a week later and do it. And the other model, she was already relaxed. We just came in and put the color on because you're not going to get every client that comes in. Hey, 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 let me get a relaxing color on the same day. So we did two different versions of that. And beautiful haircuts, beautiful color, but just really, really explaining everything step by step so you can understand. All right. Okay, but it's called, so tell, us, tell us the name again. You broke up just a little bit. Exodus. Exodus. Okay. Okay. Yes. And if I and could... before we get off, I have a um, special for all your viewers, too. Oh, okay. That would be wonderful. So thank you for that, Patrick. Uh-huh. Um, Exodus. Um, I think Tiffany was asking how to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah, it was, it and you'll up. see it on um on the website, so you'll see that right there. Yeah, it's coming in backwards for us, I think. Oh wow! Well, should I turn? Well, I can't turn it. What, which way? Can right. I <laughs> <laughs> that helps, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it's Exodus. Okay. <laughs> X, yeah. X O D U S. Okay. Great. So um, yeah. So. Tell us like any, any secrets you would say, you know, other than, you know, it's like definitely diversify your income um, to stylists who may be coming into the industry. You know, this is an interesting time to be coming into the industry. 
Um, mm -hmm. But any advice you would say to someone who's, you know, coming into the industry or wanting to get into, you know, educating or building their brand even online yeah. or? <clears throat> well, um, I would say right now, if you're first coming in, I wouldn't really get into education right now at mm -hmm. all. I would build my clientele up first. Mm -hmm. I would build my clientele up first. And then as far as I'm um, being an educator, I would let that kind of come to you. And of course, you know, you can start, you know, with Instagram, with doing your lives and doing different things like that, because that's you basically talking to the world or talking to your followers. And if people, you know, like what you're doing, of course, you're going to get your likes and your followers and say, hey, 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 you know, can you come to my salon and do a class? Or can you come educate at my school? So let them tell you that, hey, you're going in the right direction. But I wouldn't say, hey, go out here and come out of beauty school and open up a beauty salon. No, go work with somebody first to see, is this really what you want to do? You know, follow a good blueprint first to see all the ins and outs because owning a salon is just not about paying the mortgage. You know, you got all the light bills, the water bills, stuff breaks down and you know, but I don't want to work with anybody. I want to work by myself and you're in the wrong business. You know, that's why I'm not really a big fan of suites. Mm -hmm. Even though they do it, I like the open concept of being around the Mickeys and the other stylists. So you can look around at everybody and learn and see what they're doing and get you know, advice. And oh, well, well, in my suite, you know, we can walk around and we can everybody have their door open and different things. But if you're a person and you don't really, really go to educational classes a lot and you don't really go out to classes a lot, it's going to definitely stunt your growth. So that's me personally. I like the open concept. But of course, you know, this is a new thing now with the suites and everything, but I would say um, with being an educator, make that one of the last things you do first, build your clientele up because you can't help anybody grow if you can't help yourself out. So you have to have some kind of, you know, longevity and some kind of answers showing people how to do this or failures. Failures are great. Exactly. It's great, <laughs> it's great because now you got something to talk about. You know, you got some stuff to talk about and different things like that. So just like that educational thing, it, it'll come to you. People will let you know, hey, you should go up in your prices. Hey, you should be an educator. Hey, you should do this. Hey, you should start your own line. And that's how I started my own line. People mm -hmm. kept asking me, hey, when are you going to start your own line? When are you going to start your own line? I'm like, oh, line. I'm like, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I got to the point to where I said, you know, if the next person asks me, when are you going to start your own line? I said, I'm going to tell them today. And somebody asked me this at a show in California. That's yeah. why I got the word in Hollywood. Somebody said, hey, Patrick, when are you going to start your own line? Today. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't know how I was going to start it. I didn't know what the concepts were or what I was going to do. I knew that I had been around other great people. But after that, I had to just, you know, today. Because I'm like, if people are saying that, that means that I need to go out here and at least try it and do it because they're liking what, you know, that they're liking something that I'm doing. So, right. you know, I think with that, you have to create your name first. Forget trying to open up a salon. Forget trying to be an educator. Forget trying to start your own products for get a good name first. That's your brand. Your, your brand is your name, Patrick Bradley. That's my brand. Your name, you, you being nice, you being friendly to people, that's your brand. And then if you have a good name, this could be awful. People are still buy because they like you. <laughs> right, right. But this could be great. If they don't like you, they're not going to buy you. So mm -hmm. you have to be liked first that's very very important create a nice name and then when you create your brand like patrick bradley was already established in the industry before i came out with this right so when i came out with this it was like oh i know patrick bradley 
you know, I'm pretty sure it's probably good. You know, let me try it. And then, of course, you know, it wasn't that great in the beginning, but I had to get used to getting to this product game and getting the ideas and, you know, hearing this is bad, change this, change that, change this. So you have to learn as you go along. So that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. But I love that as far as, like, creating your name first, you know, like, getting your your styling together and <clears throat> like yeah. making the mistakes so that you have some reference points for helping people, you know, to get through yeah. some things. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you're going to have a, a storage full of products. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think <clears throat> being, you know, we talked about humility early on, but it's like being humble enough to work for someone is, is very um, educational. So you can yeah. learn and then like the, the prices you're, you're spitting out. What I found in the industry is that we're timid about our pricing. And yeah. if we start out on our own, we never raise our prices very much. Yeah. And if we start out in a salon that already charges this, you've got to learn how to fix your mouth to say that. And so when yeah. you go out on your own, it's like you are already here and your whole career ends up being so much further along than... Yeah. <laughs> now I always tell people in classes, you got to do mouth exercises in the morning. Do you what? Know, mouth. Okay. Exercise. Uh, you got to look in the mirror. After you get finished brushing your teeth, you got to look in the uh -huh. mirror. 400, 300, 500, 400. You got to say those numbers. So when somebody asks you a certain price, you're so busy saying, you know, 50 and 30 and 40 or 100. Say 400. Like, what's wrong with saying 400 for a hair color? Uh -huh. You know? got to get your mouth used to saying that kind of stuff right. and of course once you study enough and you research enough and you know your stuff and you've done enough mouth exercises this client turns around well how much is 400 and when one person pays that starts you off right there because if one person can pay everybody can pay the same price <laughs> yeah love absolutely. it love it so i hope that encouraged somebody start working on your mouth <laughs> mouth exercises looking the way you got to <laughs> In the mirror in the morning, say it, 300, 400, 500, say those prices. Yes. What I'm going to do is try to check um, to see if we have any quick questions from okay. um, from Facebook. And we'll let you go because this has been wonderful. It's like you have shared some serious um, knowledge, dropped some nuggets. Well, I'm good. I don't smell any food cooking yet, so I'm good. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, okay. Someone was saying ferocity got lost someplace that, that it is very important with color, but people have forgotten about it. Yes. Yeah. You hear people talking about formulations and this kind of formulation and this kind of formulations. Well, what happens if the cuticle is shut? The right. formulation is not going to work at exactly. all. <laughs> and the cuticle is like this. Oh my God. Now your formulation is going to work like overkill. Right. So, or wash right you, out. Yeah. So you have to be able to control the porosity, and, and I'm surprised that people don't, I'm surprised this is not one of our biggest sellers. It's a big seller, but to me, this right here should be going like every single week. People right. should order four or five bottles of these if they're doing color, true color, yeah. because what this does, it takes, if the client comes in, you can't really look at the cuticle and see if it's like this, 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 or this. So what it does is it makes the whole cuticle the exact same. So when you do your color, all your color comes out even and vibrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people out here, they're just throwing on color and rolling down, hoping that it's going to come out good. And next thing you know, they're taking pictures of only the good side of the hair. <laughs> and then, then we're calling them colorists. 
Okay. <laughs> show the whole head. Show the whole head. I don't want to see the good side. You right. Know, show me the whole head. You know, and that's the, and that to me shows a great stylist or a great colorist. But again, we're in social media. You know, I'm gonna edit out the bad parts. I'm gonna you know put a filter over it. You know. Right. But when you a live class and a live show, that's where your real educators are. Right. That stuff on media, that's that's it's false all day long. Yeah. 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 Well, you got to invest in yourself and you got to do, you know, the live classes when we can do live classes again, the video yeah. training where it's real meaty training and step by step by step versus, mm-hmm. you know, YouTube University has some, you know, has some things on there, but it's like it's choppy and you don't know how to put all the pieces together, which is the way that you teach, you know, from yeah. A to Z. And like you say, the porosity, like you can't really do hair color without keeping up with the yeah. porosity. And, and you very seldom hear about it at shows, very seldom. Right. And the other thing it's like that seemed like it's kind of going back a little bit. Um, when I think when we first started, um, a lot of times we would shampoo the hair first to make sure that it was a nice, even cleanness. Yeah, clean. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of product, um, hairsprays and gels and um, mm-hmm. edge control and all that kind of stuff on the hair. It doesn't need to be on the hair yeah. before you're doing color. Are you yeah. a proponent that's, of. And that's your biggest thing to have uneven color. If right. you go in there, you got product on the hair, you definitely gonna have an even color. Now you're gonna spend the rest of the day trying to make it even, you know, trying to fill in blotches and try to fill in dark areas. So why go through all that? Just study and understand what's going on. Now this is another video here called I know it's backwards, but it's called I Know Color. I don't know okay. how to show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called I Know Color. Uh-huh. Here will help you to understand color A through Z. If you can study this video right here for the rest of your career, you will know color from A to Z, all right? Understand the underlying pigments, corrective color, the whole nine. But that's how color is. And I made this video here very, very simple for you to understand. To me, this video here is worth a million dollars. If you're gonna be in a color game, why go through all the guessing? Just learn it. Right. And, and then understand it and then do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely, you can't do color well without some education, like some serious education and getting, uh, one of my mentors talks about being brilliant at the basics. It's like, you've got to get brilliant at those basics of the color wheel. You know, you got to know that inside and out, not like, oh, well, let me run to the back and check to see, Mm -hmm. you know, what I need to cancel out this, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it it should be right here. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, right down your head. Yeah, I told somebody that they needed to have it, you know, with them all the time. They're like, I'm going to get a tattoo and put it right on my hand, <laughs> my color wheel. <laughs> well, that's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Or you could learn it, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just learn it. Be easy with it. Uh, someone said they're having having trouble with gray. Oh, now I'm missing. Okay, here it is. Okay. The name of the porosity spray, if you could share that with us again. She's having trouble keeping gray coverage around the hairline. Any suggestions? Okay. Um, This right here is called P-Fected. Okay. P-Fected. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called P-Fected as well. Um, Not with just dealing with color around the hairline, just gray in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, With gray in general, you got to deal with your in-series. So let's say when gray hair is dealt with on percentage. Whether the client is 5% gray, 10% gray, 50%, 100%, 
that's how your mixture needs to be. If she's 10% great, and let's say if your client wants to be um, a golden blonde and she's great, all right? She wants to be golden blonde and she's great and she's 50% great. 50% of your mixture, and we have a two ounce bottle. So one ounce needs to be, let's say she wants to be like a 8G, all right? So one ounce needs to be your what? Your GN. All right, that means that's your gold with your Nutri-Series. The other ounce can be just your gold by itself. But you have to have your N-Series present. Now, if I just went on and I just put on just a, you know, gold, you're rolling dice. The hair may cover, it may not cover. And nine times out of ten, the whole head would not cover. So you have to have your N-Series present. If she's 100% great, then 100% of your mixture needs to be of the N-Series. Or you can have like a 2N. All right. That means you can have a G N N. That means it has a double kick of your N series, and all the N series is is just your red, yellows, and blues. All to, all your natural colors all together. All your primary colors all together, which is going to make that that G that gold color lock onto the hair. Because you can put a gold onto gray hair. Gray hair is white. It has nothing that's going to make that hair color stick. So that's why you have to have N series mixed in with it to make that color lock on to that gray hair. So anytime you color it gray, make sure you have N-series present in the hair. 4N, 5N, you probably seen this when you go to stores. 2N, 1N, you know, 9N. All this is is it's great for gray coverage or it's gonna have your neutral series involved with it. Yeah, sounds like it's a great tip. You know, definitely making sure that you got that understanding of the gray hair as well as the rest of the hair, but the gray hair without pigment has to have a little bit of a different, um, different formulation than it would normally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here and sharing so much with us. So openly with us. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate all that you've been doing all these years to make us better hair stylist. Thank you. Thank you. I got, I got more to come. More to come. I'm still studying. I know, I know. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, so I think we're going to call it a night, but it's like we appreciate you being here. I appreciate everybody that's on right now that's watching, um, asking questions and making comments. Um, there were some comments that I wasn't able to see earlier um, on Facebook. I don't know if you are on our Facebook group page on Beauty Superstars, but if you're on there or would like to be on there, it's like maybe we, if there are any questions, maybe we can go through and just... Um, yeah, let me do a, um, a deal for you, too. Uh, make it yeah, yeah, definitely I love that. have a calculator right in front of you, a calculator? Yep, or... I do. How about yeah. that? <laughs> let me see if I can grab it real quick. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, with Add No Color, this is just the regular prices, but Add No Color is um, 220 mm -hmm. With um, Exodus, is 140 What's that total? That would be 360 all right, 360. And I have some color clips here. Some white color clips is 12. The color clips are 12. $12. Dollars. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then we have a bowl. I don't have the brush. I forgot to bring the brush. We have a bowling brush as well. And that's 550. And the brush is real fine. And then you can do a lot of um, balayage and blending techniques with it. Very, very small. So it's not wide. So what's the total for all of that? Um, we've got um, 372, we've got 377.50. 377.50? Okay, mm -hmm. so what we'll do for everybody watching, if they want to get both the DVDs, the um, bowling brush, 
and the clip set, you said 377? Yeah, 377.50. So we can do the whole package for 277 is $100 off. Let's do 250. Ooh, okay. So 250. And, and this video by itself is 220. I, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but like I said, this video is like it could be it could easily go for three to five hundred dollars with the information involved in this video here. Like you you'll get so much information here, it'll blow your mind away. I mean it'll be like, wow, you know, this is like and to me it is the best coloring DVD in the industry. That's how well it explains, breaks down hair color. All right, so if you're an artist and y'all want to get down with that, that's the um price. Whatever I just told you me. What I said, two fifty? Two fifty, yeah. So tell us how to order. Yeah, you can go to, uh, well, no, you can't go to the website because the website's going to have the regular prices. Right. They can, yeah. So text me that price I just told you. Okay. <laughs> so I can, um, they can just um, text 757 uh -huh. 581-052-757-581-6052. Uh -huh. They can text that number for the um, color, the Mickey Wright color special. Okay. And that's how they got texted. I'm, I'm going to put that phone number in the um, Beauty Superstars group. So if there's anybody watching that's not a member of Beauty Superstars to, um, you know, request to join us and we'll send you, um, you know, you'll be able to access that phone number. So if you have any challenges or anything, you can let us know. And we'll, that, and we'll do that special up until um, Friday or to when, you know, supplies run out. Okay. So uh, Friday. Okay, ends on Friday or while supplies last. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a great deal. It's like we definitely appreciate it. So, and the um, order off of um, patrickbradley.com. Okay, great. As well as the um, lightener. Okay. Yeah. But to me, if you're going to get the lightener, the lightener system is only $38. Um, P effect is $8.95. But to me, the main education. It's out of these two right here. Because mm -hmm. you can get the lightener as great as the lightener is, it's not going to do anything unless you understand color, plain and simple. You know, the lightener can be great, but, you know, you can only, you can only push it as far as you can go with it based on your education. So right. I definitely put videos first, product second. Yes, yeah. And I think that's always the case, education first, and then, then when you yeah. get the products, you know what to do with them. Yeah, absolutely. It becomes easy. You can always DM me. You know, if y'all have any questions about anything, you know, dealing with the products or different things like that, and I definitely uh, hook you up. But you're never going to get the answer if you don't ask questions. Right. Well, yeah. you said that. I think that's a great place for us to pause. And thank you. Oh wow! So this has been good. It's like I, I have enjoyed myself, Patrick, and it's thank like you. I, I, you know, think the world of you. And it's like I'm so glad we were able to to do this, and that you were able to share so much with us because we got branding we got coloring we got pricing we didn't even know we were going to get that it's like, <laughs> we got relaxed hair we got some tips about salons you know choosing your salons to fit your needs so um i think there's so much um meat in here that i hope people really um watch it a couple times actually and um and really let it soak in put this on like you say when you're practicing your your 300 400 practice have this yeah. listen, listen to it and play and yeah. we're actually going to um, expand it so it will be like on a podcast so you can just set it up to just listen. So I'm um, okay. forward to that. Yeah. So stay tuned. 
Yeah. Do it again. What'd you say? You ready to do it again? But strictly investing, though. That's oh, what okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. We have to do that. That sounds yeah. great. And we'll um, put up any kind of message or anything as far as how we can contact you about that as well. Yeah. Um, you can join my group at pbinvestmentgroup.net. So, yeah, PB, like P and Paul, B is and Bradley, pbinvestmentgroup.net. So when you go to the um, to the website, it'll give you all the information, and it's only $39.95 a month. That's it. But I'm going to show you how to make hundreds to thousands of dollars, you know, per day if you're doing the right thing. So forget the, the, the fee, because with us, that's what we get stuck at. Oh, why I got to pay that kind of now, do you want to make do you want to make five thousand dollars a month or ten thousand dollars a month or ten thousand dollars a year paying thirty nine ninety five? And I, I did this one thing for you. If you got a few minutes, Mickey, uh -huh. um, back in the early nineties, and I'm pretty sure you remember this when Amazon first came out. Uh huh. All black folks were talking about was I want to download me a book. I want to download me a book from Amazon so I can have me a book to put on my Kindle so when I go out of town, I can read my Kindle on the plane for my download. So that's all Amazon was about back then. Right. Mm -hmm. The price of Amazon back then was $1.42. Wow. But you know why we didn't invest in it? Because we didn't hang with nobody that mm -hmm. taught about investing in stocks. If we had spent $2,800 back in the 90s, just uh -huh. $2,800 and bought 2,000 shares of Amazon back then and we didn't buy any other stock in the world. Today, Amazon is worth $3,000. You can go Google it. It's $3,000 a day. We would be almost $6 million up right now. Mm. You invest $2,800 to get $6 million. Right. But broke black people would be like, why well, I got to pay $39.95? Right, right. To get information to make millions. It don't take but one good investment to make you millions of dollars. But you got to be around people that's doing that. And right. we weren't around anybody doing that. All we was around was consumers. Mm -hmm. Go down, go download your book. Go download your book. Right. But the other folks were like, go buy you some stocks. Mm -hmm. Go buy you some stocks. Go buy you some stocks. Mm -hmm. And now they sit back right now and all they purchased was $2,800. Wow. Yeah. And you ain't it all at one time, it's just accumulation. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, $6 million. Yeah. Just go and see what the price of, of, of Amazon was back in the early 90s and then see what it is this exact day. Right. Guaranteed. It's going to blow your mind away. So that's what I'm getting on now is showing right. people how to make their money make money. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We, we absolutely need that. One screenshot today of one of my stocks making me almost $600 a day. Wow. And some barely making that in a whole two or three days at the salon. Right. <laughs> you know, doing 10, 12 heads a day. So why wouldn't you want to make that kind of money plus doing nothing? Right. Because you've you know, invested that money. Now that money now is building and making more money. Or, you know, you invested in Tesla, you know, when it was $172. Now Tesla is almost $3,000. Right. Well, or almost two thousand dollars a share, mm -hmm. but we don't hang with smart people like that. We don't hang with millionaires like that. We don't mm -hmm. hang with people that want to invest like that. So all we're doing is let me go out here and buy the Tesla versus me go out here and buy a company. Right. Right. Well, we're gonna hang with you and. Uh... <laughs>
it, it, and it's easy work, but it's all about information, all about information. Right. And you get information, like I said, when I do the recommendations, all you got to do is have your money together and diversify and put it out there. And if you like the company, you keep on buying into it until it becomes that, you know, that unicorn company, like, you know, the Amazons or the Googles or the Facebook. Like, I invested in Facebook when they first came out. It was $34. Now it's 200 some dollars. Wow. So that shows you how much money I've made with Facebook by itself. But right. back then, all we were doing was, let me get on Facebook. Right. Let me get on Facebook. how many friends I got. Let me see how many. Forget the likes. <laughs> Forget the likes. Get them all white men in your pocket. Yeah. That's what you <laughs> yeah that's it yeah wise words wise yeah. words so that is um i'm gonna just say that again it's patch is pb investment group.net yes okay okay mm -hmm. sounds like a winner thank you thank you yeah well thank you it's like i'm thank gonna you. um hope everybody had a great time with that did yeah yeah it's like i i um i appreciate you guys putting up um information and kind of being involved with it because i'd like for us to have a conversation but i always like to get the feedback too so <laughs> so i appreciate everybody being here and being so involved yeah. so it's like to see if i can do this so um i will again say thank you so much it's like you have poured into us and it's like we are gonna stay connected with you take advantage of these great um trainings and products that you have available and um, like I said, listen to this over and over again and let it sink in and let it soak in while you're doing your practicing. And, um, you know, it's like, just recognize that um, Patrick didn't land where he is, that you know, it's like there were some, some steps that were taken to get there and he shared a lot of it with us today. So it's like- yeah. A whole lot of growing up in the projects. <laughs> okay. Please. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff, it, it helped me out in the long run. What'd you say? I said, eating a whole lot of government cheese. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, in the long run. Gotcha. Yep. It's yeah. like we all start somewhere, but it's like we get to choose where we, where we go from there. So, yeah. yeah so I want to thank everybody for taking time out of your evening to join us. Um, I want to let you know, um, one, I guess, is you can visit beautysuperstars.com. There actually is a gift there. It's like I'm concerned with everybody's finances as well. And it's like we've got like seven steps to kind of get you um, in order during this time. So that's a free gift. So if you want to go on there and check that out and to let you know, it's like I'll be back next Tuesday. And I've just put out the, um, the outline for next month's, which is outside of the chair next month's lineup um, for the interviews that we'll be doing here with Beauty Superstars Talk. And so I think first we've got Ralph Ochoa. So we'll be talking to us about um, working in film and television. And I know a lot of people are interested in that. You know, what does it take? How do you do it? You know, right now, a lot of them are shut down, but it's a great time for you to learn and kind of get um, inspired, if nothing else. And um, then we'll have Mazay Jefferson, who's excelled. He's a L'Oreal executive, I think, VP of, now I'm going to get it all goofed up again. I got to get his, his title uh, absolutely correct, but he's um, gone through most of his career in a corporate setting. And so we think we got to stand behind the chair. It's like there's opportunities in film and television. There's opportunities in corporate positions. And then we'll go on to Michelle O'Connor, who's won NAHA, the North American Hairstyling Awards, five times, which sure. is record setting. I don't know how many people have won more than five times. Um, she's um, 
beautiful black woman and the art that she creates is just phenomenal. She's an editorial stylist and just take you into the, that whole arena of making your creativity expand, how she works with hair and texture and all kinds of stuff to create these mm. images that are just blow your mind. So um, come and join right. us. And then she, I, I've heard her share, you know, about some of the um, experiences of feeling less than because she's a black woman, even though she has all these accomplishments and awards and what have you. And so we really wanna hear her story and then we'll have Kia Sterling, who's going to be finishing out that month um, for um, outside of the chair. And she does, I don't even know how to classify what she does, but she does editorial. She's on a, on a team where they travel all over the world and create these dynamic um, um, presentations. And so it's like the skill set. She works fashion week. It's like there's just all these opportunities that we may not know about or we may not know how to get into. And so they're all going to share you know, what's available to us um, besides being an educator or being behind the chair or some of the things that we may know about. So that should be a really fun month. And then we're going to move into the barbers. So I'm excited about September. So we're lining that up um, as we go. So like I said, I've got about like five years worth of people I want to talk to. So I haven't even scratched the surface and, and nice. I'm gonna bring Patrick back and talk about <laughs> investing. So <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Yeah, so I hope you guys will keep um, tuning in and sharing the word to um, get us more exposure and get more people because it's like the the nuggets and the knowledge that's coming through here is phenomenal. And great job. Say that, say that again. I said you're doing an excellent job with it too. Oh well, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's like it just feels like we are um, under celebrated. And so I'm committed to celebrating us and being able to put a spotlight where there's excellence and there's so much excellence and we don't even know about it. So, um, so yeah, I'm grateful to you and all that you've inspired for me personally and for um, our industry. So you, you, you inspired me and I still have your books that every, I think I have maybe about four or five books that you were in when I was in school. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Wow, this girl here is bad. <laughs> I'm going to screenshot them and send them to you. Yeah, yeah, because some of them, yeah. I have a lot of collections of stuff, but there's some things that I don't have anything of, and I'm like, yeah. wow. So. What, what I'm most fond of, you did some kind of white wig. That's the one that kind of stays in my mind, some kind of white wig. Uh -huh. back, I don't know if it was the front cover of some magazine. I forget what it was. Okay. But it was a white wig. It was, like, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the, <laughs> that was a whole story. It was so funny, but it's like you know how you have a vision in your head, and so it's like I had, it was like a, a futuristic wedding was what it was, and so okay. we had this you know kind of bodysuit made with you know the the um, patches with the glit not glitter but you know sparkly stuff and what have you and there was um the white wig itself which i styled and what have you and then i made a headpiece that was part of the hairstyle and you my didn't vision even know it back then what'd you say you was my mentor you didn't even know it. i didn't I know it no body <laughs> <laughs> But I think that creativity is like you have to you have to visualize it because some of the things I would tell people that I was gonna do they'd be like what it's like, <laughs> and it's like then they would see it it's like oh okay but my vision was to have this um, bride riding on this white horse and to have these fabulous you know images and what have you and so I had the the 
the model, you know, meet the horse. I was like, are you okay with, you know, being on a horse or whatever? She's like, I'm fine. Okay. And so I, and, you know, I, found, I had to find someone that had a white horse. Cause obviously I didn't have one sitting around. <laughs> so I found a white horse and we found a place to shoot. And, you know, it's like the trainer with the horse is like, oh yeah, this will be great or what have you. And, and I think they met beforehand, the model and the horse or whatever. And so anyway, she shows up with this big white headpiece on her head and it spooked the horse. And the horse was like, you know, <laughs> and the model's like, I'm not going. <laughs> so we have like two pictures of them where she's standing in the foreground and the horse is way in the background. Yeah, it, it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> I still remember that from back in the 90s. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah. thank you for, uh, <laughs> for bringing that up. But yeah. yeah, I would love to see a screenshot of it. It's like I have something of it somewhere, but yeah, yeah. I'd love to see what you have. <laughs> I'm getting ready to move now, so everything is kind of packed up. So okay. I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to you. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely yeah. love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah, I hope you guys are, are inspired to let your creative juices flow, to get your color game on, to get your investing game on. And, um, you know, keep following Patrick, keep following me, keep, you know, following Beauty Superstars Talk and Absolutely. make this industry, you know, just as fabulous as it, as it can be and yep. elevate our, all of our games, I think takes it to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much. You have a wonderful thank evening. Thank you everybody you for joining, whether thank you're you. watching on a replay, you know, enjoy. So take good care. Have a fabulous evening and I will see you guys next Wednesday, I mean, next Tuesday at 7 p.m. So take good care. All right. Bye-bye. Thank bye -bye. you, Mason. Bye-bye.